Good evening. It is time for today's tax talk. I'm your host. I'm attorney Stephen Leahy. It is Tuesday, Crypto Tuesday, October 18th, year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, You know, the, the IRS is always making rules. They're really targeting digital currencies. Now they're calling them digital assets. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Won't you join us? Okay. So uh, it is the digital assets. You know, I had something to say today and I don't know what it is, but Anyway, we're going to talk about this, uh, the IRS, always about the IRS. I just watched a good special about the IRS, and (laughs) I have to laugh because many of the uh, points that were brought out by the guests talking about the IRS, things I've been saying for months. Um, And so if you're watching this show, you know uh, all all of this about the IRS and the 87,000 agents, and uh, they're not 87,000 employees. But many of those will will be agents, and uh, and so we're all going to be faced with that. Um, we're gonna, so let's go right to the let's go right to the story, shall we? Okay, so here's the story. Uh, oh, but first, what we do here on on uh, Crypto Tuesday is we begin, like always, at uh, CoinFlip.tech our favorite crypto site, and looking at the markets. You know, there was a time when looking at the crypto markets could be exciting. <laughs> the, the, I, had, I even had one uh, slide where it showed the roller coaster, right? Because it was up and down, oh, way up, way down. Now, not so much. It's been, at, it's been about the same level and uh, for many weeks now. Uh, trading about the same level, about nineteen thousand, goes up around twenty. It comes back down to to nineteen thousand, and that's pretty much where Bitcoin is. Ethereum's not too much different, about thirteen hundred, goes up a little bit, comes back down. If we look at the last seven days for Bitcoin, uh, we see just what I you know just what I was saying. It, it it's kind of trading in the same general area. It's not as volatile as it once was. Is that a good thing? Uh, I, you know, I don't know if that's a good thing. There are those who would think it's a good thing because, and here's um, Ethereum, um, because volatility was one of the things that everybody complained about. Well, you can't you can't trade Bitcoin or Ethereum because when you buy it, you have to hold on to it because it's going to go up in value. But if the value never really changes, doesn't that help the stability of of the coin, and then the being able to trade use it for currency? Because when you get it, it's worth about as much as when you sell it. Um, you know, the problem is, if I took Bitcoin and it was at the high end, and then the volatility when I wanted to use it was at the low end, I lost a lot of money, and so I don't want to buy Bitcoin uh, on when it's high. Don't want to buy it when it's low because I always thought it was going to go higher, right? So, um, so is it better now that it's stable? Of course, you don't hear that, um, but I think for in the long run, 
stability for for these cryptos is a good thing. People want to be able to predict pretty much where it is. You know, corn and and wheat and all of those other commodities they go up and down too, but not now and before inflation. You know, but they're not supposed to go wildly up or down, right? So they stay within a range. Um, and they, if they raise, they rise, they rise slowly. Uh, if they fall, they sl- they fall slowly. And, and so, and that's the commodities. And that's if we can get that way with with crypto, I think it would be a good thing. Now, if you bought it at sixty and it's at twenty, you don't want it to stay at twenty. I get that. I understand. Okay, so let's go to the next uh, slide. The IRS is, is making it easier to file your crypto taxes. Now we've talked about this already, but the IRS came out with a new uh, a new ruling today, and so that's why they're just repeating what they kind of because what happens with the IRS, and you know this with all government, right? They leak it out a couple months before, see what people say, and then they come out with the statement, and say, "Oh, this is what we're doing," even though they already told you that's what they're doing. Uh, and most of the time when they tell you what they're doing, they're going to do it. They're just looking. Now, sometimes there's a lot of backlash and then they don't do it. So uh, the IRS has given U.S. cryptocurrency holders a bit more clarity about how to report digital assets in their 1040 income tax forms, a likely precursor to regulatory guidance. In 2022, tax form draft instructions released late Monday. Well, they, they did release them month, yesterday. Monday, but they re- they released a, a draft of the draft some time ago, and I showed them to you on this show, and we looked at it, and they they renamed it so that the the Internal Revenue Service expanded how taxpayers should list their crypto transactions, including switching the verbiage from virtual currency to digital assets. We talked a lot about this too because the IRS has talked about about coming up with a new information return called a ten ninety nine. DA, digital asset. We talked about that on the show. They're they're being a little more attuned to the terminology of the industry and are being more inclusive of potential crypto transactions. The additional clarity is welcome, tax professionals said, but getting guidance is still their number one ask. In August, the IRS expanded the crypto question on the 1040 tax form to specify that taxpayers should report if they had received crypto as a reward as a reward, an award, or compensation. The latest instructions change virtual currency to digital assets, a nod to the definition of Section 60.6045 as amended in the 2021 Infrastructure Bill that expanded cryptocurrency reporting requirements. And then that's why you're getting 1099Bs now from crypto uh, brokerage and not the 1099Ks. And it's beyond the scope of this of this show. Not the show, because I've talked about it, but this show, this particular show. The change addresses ambiguity about whether a non-fungible token or NFT is considered a virtual currency. In an updated form, the agency explicitly says digital assets includes NFTs and virtual currencies. The change in terminology is a good sign that the agency is preparing more guidance head of the government solutions at TaxBit in a former senior counsel with the Office of Chief, Coun- of Chief Counsel at the IRS. The IRS is ramping up for coalescing their terminology around this digital asset term that was in its statute, he said. So it means that it's more likely than not in the near future 
we're going to see these regs come up and the IRS continuing to move forward with sort of an implementation of regulatory regime, probably sooner rather than later. Well, we've seen this coming. We've we know that it's coming. We've talked a lot on the show about the SEC or the Commodity Futures uh, Trading Commission and all of them and, and the battle between those two regulatory agencies about who's going to get the lion's share of the regulation because with that comes money. While there is no penalty for checking, yes, on the 1040 form, a taxpayer who underreports their income could be subject to penalties and interest of a non-reported crypto income. I have to disagree when he says there is no there's no penalty for checking yes on the form. If it's you're you're signing this under penalty of perjury, and so if I say uh, that I have not I don't have any virtual currency, and and I do, well that would be false. And if I knew it was false, that could be perjury. So when I'm signing a tax form, I'm signing under penalty of perjury. So I have to be accurate on all of it. Um, the elaborated forms help taxpayers get clarity to prevent that taxpayers said a tax. What does it say? Tax professional said I'm a tax professional. <laughs> I didn't say that. Financial interest is further defined in the updated instruction form draft. Another area where the industry was seeking guidance. Financial interest interests it says are present if you are the owner of record of a digital asset or have an ownership stake in an account that holds one or more digital assets, including the rights and obligations to acquire a financial interest, or you own a wallet that holds digital assets. They've never really defined what that meant. The definition of financial interest is what tax professionals expected, uh, uh, said this gentleman. So taxpayers know whether to check the box on the form. The form draft elaborates that if a taxpayer received digital assets as a result of mining, staking, or similar activities, they should check the yes box on the form. The similar activities might include decentralized finance activities or DeFi, such as liquidity pools, said Lisa, a partner at Stutto, whatever, a former Treasury Tax Legislative Council. In a tax dispute, instruction forms are not binding guidance, so taxpayers may not be able to rely on it, she noted. When you think about it as a practical matter, most everyday taxpayers rely on the instructions when they're filling out their tax forms. And so it seems kind of unfair that if they relied on something that these instructions said and the IRS then challenged it, it uh, they wouldn't be able to point to this in court and say, this is something that I relied on. The digital asset question on the 1040 form doesn't have anything to do with substantive tax, and it is more disclosure-based, kind of a defense to the argument. Guidance or law, uh, particularly in the area of staking and mining and the, and the treatment of NFTs, are what industry professionals say they want the most. Trying to make sense of the instructions and, and changes to the form is like reading the tea leaves. Uh, the contact, to contact this reporter, and there's... You'll see the stories in the uh, in a link underneath, uh, so you can follow this story. Um, I want to give credit to the to the author, and that author is up here at the top, Aaron Slowly. Uh, so I wanted to to give her credit. This is the uh, this is the IRS um, page. This was let's go down to the bottom here to show you. This was changed yesterday. Page last reviewed. 
were updated October 17th, so yesterday. And uh, so what they did is they, what, they defined digital assets. What is a digital asset? Digital assets are digital representation of value that may function as a medium of exchange, a unit of account, and or a store of value. Digital assets may include, but are not limited to. Of course, they can't limit it because they, things are changing every day. And they want to put as much as they can in this. Virtual currencies such as Bitcoin and Ether. Uh, stable coins such as Tether and USD coin. Non-fungible tokens. So there it is right there. Now Non-fungible tokens are now part of it. In some environments, digital assets may operate like real currency. In other words, the coin and paper money of the United States or of any other country that is designated as a legal tender. But they don't have legal tender status in the U.S. Cryptocurrency is a type of digital asset that uses cryptography to validate and secure transactions that are digitally recorded on a disputed, distributed ledger, such as blockchain or any similar technology. A digital asset that is equivalent that has an equivalent value in real currency or acts as a substitute for real currency has been referred to by the IRS as convertible virtual currency. Bitcoin is one example of convertible virtual currency. Bitcoin can be digitally traded between users and can be purchased for or exchanged into U.S. dollars, euros, and other currencies of digital assets. Tax consequences. You may owe taxes on the following transactions. I think this is interesting, so I'm just going to go through it quickly. Sale of digital asset. Exchange of digital assets for property, goods, or services. Exchange of trade or trade of one digital asset for another. Receipt of a digital asset as payment for goods or services. Receipt of a new digital asset as a result of mining or staking activities. Receipt of a digital asset as a result of an airdrop. Use of digital assets to pay for goods and services. Any other disposition of a financial interest in a digital asset. Receipt or transfer of digital asset for free without providing any consideration. That does not qualify as a bona fide gift. Uh, you may owe, owe taxes, but, but again, it's always been on the sale. So receiving assets, there's not, that shouldn't be a tax consequence. The tax consequence comes when I get rid of it through trade or bought, purchase or sale or whatever. Then that would be the, the, the taxing. Um, that's when there's a taxing consequence. But here they're, they're listing many more. So then they have some guides. So that, but it's interesting that the IRS is, is um, it takes them many years to get, uh, to get up to speed. And by the time they get up to speed, uh, the market's way past them. But they still have to keep trying to play catch-up. And they do. And again, this, they need the IRS is coming after them, and all of these other regulatory agencies are coming after uh, digital currencies and digital assets. And so um, expect more of that. That's what's going to happen. So thanks so much for watching. I want to ask you to like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. We need your help. We need to get this this content out so others see it. Remember, the, the core of almost all news is tax news. And that's what we cover here first. So thanks so much for joining us. Remember, if, you're, if you have a tax problem and you need some help, the first thing you should do is get a copy of my book, Deal With Your IRS Problem Today. Go to freeirsbook.com. That's freeirsbook.com. We will pay for the printing if you pay for the uh, shipping and handling. 
So go to freeirisbook.com, get your free copy. So thanks so much for joining us here today. We look forward to seeing you here tomorrow. Um, if you have any questions, call me, 312-664-6649. Thanks so much for watching, and we'll see you on another time. Out. Thank you.